duelist. Welcome to Pot of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Court. I'm Dan, aka BF Bugleberry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Argyle, aka a Big Titty Bug GF. Hey, that's just me. I'm Max, and your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Big Antinny Bug GF. I don't know. Uh, be be the own big titty bug GF you wish to see in the world, Mahatma Gandhi. Mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yeah, we've got some episodes that involve one of them has a dinosaur duelist and one of them has a bug duelist. Uh, uh, same as it ever was, huh? Same as it ever was. It's Rex and Weevil have been put into a Legend of Zelda ass uh, like reincarnation loop that they are always <laughs> destined to die and be reborn as another version of themselves in every timeline. Honestly, you say that, but there is like a tendency among every Yu-Gi-Oh series to like carry similar archetypes and maybe like change up those archetypes and re-explore how they are. Like, just to give an example between this and Duel Monsters, we've got Chaz who is like an anti-Kaiba. We've got Jaden and Cyrus, who are sort of like a role-reversed version of Joey and Yugi. Right. Uh, and, uh, it's it's fun. Um, okay. Uh, I don't have any preamble, so... No, let's just fucking get into it. I, I had a lot of fun with these episodes, so I'm excited to start talking about oh, them. Oh, yeah, they're great. Um, so, let's open up with episode three, dub title... A Hassleberry Hounding. Tremendous. Uh, this is episode 55 for the sub because just like Duel Monsters, we don't have seasons in Japan. They just keep on adding number. So number go up. Uh, and it is called for us, Tyranno Kenzon appears, Saurus. What? It's, uh, yeah. So, Saurus? so Mr. Dino DNA, his whole sort of quirk, I think I mentioned it last week. He ends like all of his sentences with Dawn or Saurus. That's... That's okay, amazing. interesting. It, it's a lot less clunky in action than it sounds like on paper because like it, the voice actor does a good job of making it seem like a natural uh, like a natural vocal tick he does. Yeah. Sure. So, you know, having it kind of be turned into the episode or the episode titles like, yeah, okay, it's a cute little nod. I I mean, we'll, we'll get into it, but I fucking love this Dino guy so much. He rules. Yeah, he's great. Oh um, god. He's hmm. He starts out a little rough. Uh, in the dub, but he's great. Um, Dino Saudio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, we open with uh, Jaden and Cyrus, who, after they slept through one of uh, Crawler's lectures, are being forced to carry replacement dual discs across campus. So, yeah, we have confirmed they've not gotten additional teachers, at, I guess. Crawler's still doing lectures, even though he's the principal. Uh, C- Commander Shepard never did any of those, but... Nope. And we and and we know Napoleon isn't doing oh, fuck no, all. Oh no! Absolutely not. Oh no! Absolutely no. not. He, he's trophy husband. He's he's <laughs> he's had uh, tenure since day one. He does not do yeah. shit. Crowler's hands look like this, so Napoleon's hands can look like this. <laughs> he's, he's gaming all day. Um. So wait, are are they carrying all these duelists as a form of punishment? Yeah, that's what they say. It's just like man, like hard labor, just walk around the island carrying these fuckers. Well, I mean, they have to deliver them somewhere, but okay, yeah, okay. Um, it's the same for yeah for us. They're they're delivering these to um, 
They're deli- I don't- it doesn't make sense. Maybe I just misread the lines, but they say that they're delivering these dual discs to the warehouse because they're running out of them because someone's been stealing dual discs lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, why would... I mean, I don't know. They have dual discs. I guess the warehouse distributes them, or maybe they're going in for repairs. But, like, they have a bunch of them. Uh, Judai has, like, his, like a bunch of them, like, strung up on his back and shows, like, carrying a bunch in a big, like, pack sort of thing. Like a net? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Um, show's very troubled, though, because as they leave the forest... We, we, we make it to a bridge, and... Uh, we, we find out, uh, he, he tells that uh, there has been someone, who, the person who's stealing the dual disc is a bully who hangs out on this bridge that's up ahead, uh, mm-hmm. and he, he has been challenging people to duels, and then when he beats them, when he always does, he mm-hmm. takes their dual disc from them, and that's why they have to have all these replacement dual discs, because yeah. people keep going missing. And this is when Jaden notices, hey, Sai, you don't have your dual disc, where'd it go? Mm-hmm. Oh, did he lose to him? He or did. He like, yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's funny. <laughs> it's the the equivalent of that in the sub is like show show being like, hey, dude, I like you know you don't have to always have your dual disc on you at all times, right? But of course, he's gotta. He's always got a duel. So I like mm-hmm. the idea that like Judai is just one of the weird kids who's always has the dual disc on instead of like only carrying it around when you're ready to duel. It's cute. He's- He's one of the kids who has his backpack with all his books in it at all times. Yeah, he keeps that MF thing on him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get we get to the bridge. Yep. And, and first of all, we get like like upon hearing the story of someone ambushing people, stealing rare cards, is like we get a little flashback to those twins from season one who are like mm. wrapped up in the Tetsuya Nomura belt uh, costume thing. I think they and cut that bit out. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't know. It was a fun little callback. I genuinely yeah. don't remember those characters' names, but and Judai's like, oh, it's like it's like Banke. Um, and that was certainly cut out because. Mm-hmm. So okay, we see Tyranno Kenzon on the bridge. He's there, Dino Boy. What's he called again in English? Tyranno uh, Hasselberry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess, like, I, I guess t- yeah. Tyranno is a good. If we say Tyranno, both of us will know who we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's. They they kind of use it interchangeably. Uh huh. I mean, Hasselberry is a nothing name. That's a fucking. That's the, that's that fucking like Family Guy looking show about the. I don't the know if they ever Ranger. call him Tyranno. They mostly call him Sarge or Sergeant. Sarge. They call him Mister Dino DNA. Oh, we're gonna get into Dino DNA in a couple episodes from now. Dino, uh, yeah, so, we haven't, they haven't said anything about it yet. I'm waiting. Oh, tremendous. Uh, mm-hmm. so as they're you know as he's on the bridge, um. He kind of like is confronting Judai because, you know, he we've heard that he stole a 99 duel disc so far. And Judai's like, oh, you're Musashi Babenke. And certainly I can I would bet a lot of money that that was completely cut out from four kids because this is like a Japanese folk hero legend sort of thing. So real quick, mm-hmm. I'm going to take y'all uh, to the Wikipedia article for Benke, B-E-N-K-E-I. Okay. Mm-hmm. Saito Musashi Benke, popularly known as simply Benke, was a Japanese warrior monk who lived in the latter years of the Heian period, so like probably like 1100s. So this is very funny. Benke's whole thing is that he his whole he would duel people and take their swords, and his personal quest was to get 1,000 swords, not 100 duelists, but the same thing. And when he was after his thousandth sword, he found a young man who he challenged, and they went to a bridge to do their final fight. Oh, ultimately! Hey, wait a second! This yeah, is like Gilgamesh huh? from it, Final Fantasy. You know, 
Argyle, oh Ben Kate armed himself with seven weapons and is often depicted as carrying these on his back. And, he, and they're mm. all different weapons. It is, yeah, Gilgamesh is a Ben Kay. Um, I'm going to play Battle on the Big Bridge during this segment. <laughs> oh, fucking please do. Oh god, what a banger track! Um, it, it and, really and yeah, is. he kept he kept on losing to this last person he dueled or he he fought, so to speak. So he eventually kind of like became his retainer and buddy. So history repeats itself a little bit here. But it's and and then and then after a while, Judai starts calling him uh, new Sashibo Ben Kid, like new kid, which is tremendous. Love that oh. shit. That In the so dub, he, he is constantly getting his rank and name wrong. So he's calling him, like, Admiral, Captain, Commander, everything but Sergeant. And he calls him, like, Dingleberry at one point. Yeah, Colonel Brickleberry. Yeah. <laughs> now streaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, he, I like him. He has a gang. He has a posse. He has the Tyranno yeah, gang with him. Yeah, the Tyranno Troop, or Troop Tyranno, I think is what Yeah, it's a little it. bit better. I like the alliteration here. Uh, yeah, they, they've all got, like, so, just to note, like, uh, Tyranno has, like, this big dinosaur headband, like, yes. like bandana, like, covering his head, and, like, all these guys also have them, but, like, different ones, like, lesser ones, and throughout, like, this episode, they're, like, cheering for him, they're, like, they've got, like, drums and megaphones and a big flag, I they're a very important part of this episode. Mm-hmm. They are. I I love. I like that he has his whole fucking hype squad with him, mm-hmm. and and these like <laughs> the kind of secondary uh, conflict of the episode is show trying to like compete against this entire posse and hyping up their respective ani keys. Yeah, and like we get a cute little thing. You know, show introduces himself. I am Arafuji Show. Like I am Judai Yuki's Aniki. My little brother's soul is burning, and he's like literally on fire. And it's just like he is fucking on one this episode. Yeah. It is so funny. I like seeing show. He's really fired get, up. He's fired up. I I it, I like to see show like this, like after the absence of Rio, because he's like I need to find someone new to like completely fawn over. So it's gonna be Judai since my big bro is actually like my real big bro is gone. Mm-hmm. It's cute. I like it. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So, uh, they start, like, Jaden's, like, really excited to duel, uh, Tyranno, uh, and, uh, he, they, they start dueling, uh, uh, they've, uh, so, Tyranno's got, as we mentioned before, dinosaur cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, interestingly, this includes, like, feather dinosaurs, and, like, there's a specific, like, card move he does that has to do with, like, birds turning into dinosaurs because some birds evolved from dinosaurs. Uh, it's very funny the explanation he gives in the show for that because I was, like, trying... I, was, I, I became Geometry Woman trying to figure out what the fuck he was saying, but um, the, the, duel, the duel begins. They're dueling, like, on the... Uh, like, by the creek under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Next to the bridge, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah, and the, and the first thing... Uh, Tyranno summons this thing. I think it's like Gilosaurus, and he has to tribute it. Summon this thing called Dark Dryceratops, which is like it is. It, yes, it is a dinosaur with feathers, but in reality, it is a Triceratops with like fucking like angel wings. It's very stupid mm-hmm. looking, but I it's I just love his first dinosaur card. It's like nothing. It is just like this absolute horrible Yu Gi Oh ass amalgam of what a dinosaur might have been. <laughs> mm. uh... It's weird. I like it. It's cute. It can pierce. It destroys, uh, like, goes through Wild Man and fucks Judai up right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, 
like the boys are cheering. Uh, oh, and they do be cheering. Like one of them accidentally like yells his megaphone into into show. <laughs> There's I don't so know. many gags like that the entire yeah. episode. Uh, Indoor voices, please. Yeah, and then we get uh, uh, Duke's backstory, which mm-hmm. is he when he applied, he was really hoping to become like an obelisk blue, you know, best of the best because yes. he's a really good duelist. Uh, but he finds out you have to like go to like prep school. You need like pedigree mm-hmm. to become a blue. You gotta be old money. Yeah. And, and he did so, score perfectly on the entry. Yeah he, yeah, he got a perfect score. Uh, but because he doesn't have the connections, he's uh, stuck in yellow. Uh, so then he, uh, like, he tears off the sleeves of his yes. of his uh, uniform. Uh, so he's just going, like, sleeveless, guns out. And he... My dad builds- always said the uniform doesn't make the soldier. And he, so he speaks with a southern accent then. Yeah, he yeah. does have a southern accent. Outstanding. Uh, and uh, he built up his like posse of boys. Uh, and yeah, that's sort of it for now. Uh, he, oh, he wants to make these raw yellows. He wants them to know that even though they may not be in strictly the best dorm, you know, they're not an obelisk clue. They're still winners. They're still better yeah. than these slifer slackers in the red dorm. Uh huh. He he wants to be like the he wants to be the the big brother uh, leader figure. He has all this charisma. and He wants to use it. And important to note during the uh, flashback when he's like sort of studying for the exams, everyone's in like suits and ties, and he's like in a t shirt. And his yeah, t shirt. Oh yeah. Is just the Jurassic Park logo. Yeah, it's the Jurassic Park logo, but with like a pterodactyl. It's a pterodactyl, and it says Jura J U R A. It's just fucking I, out, outstanding. Thank you so much, Yu Gi Oh. I'm really loving. That Tyranno is just straight up a dinosaur kid. He's uh, a dino kid. It's 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 the predator meme handshake. Dinosaur boys and horse girls. He's got just amazing charisma, so he's inspired these like six other guys to hang around him, wear the same hat he does, and also rip the the, the sleeves off of their blazers. Uh, yeah. Uh, he also says that he is the son of the great General Hasselberry. So I just. <laughs> my dad's in. a war criminal, Jaden. <laughs> yeah, my my dad helped uh, come up with a plot to fund right wing p- paramilitary death squads <laughs> in Nicaragua. What has your dad done, Jaden? <laughs> my my godfather's Dick Cheney, Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the whole time the, he, he, the flashback ends, and like he said it all out loud, and everyone is like very embarrassed for him. He's like, "Pretend you didn't hear that, Saurus." This guy yeah. fucking rules. He's so Yeah, silly. I really love that. Like, at, at first it seems like it's an internal monologue, but then we find out he's just saying this out loud. He's yeah. just saying it. It's really great. He's only got so much um, brain space. He, he can't... He just Sometimes you, you just say things out loud when you're reminiscing. Yeah, no, look, about 80% of his brain is filled with, like, every dinosaurs. single dinosaur species name. So what the fuck yeah. else is worth knowing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if he's into other prehistoric things like ancient fish. Like, what, uh, what well, we he... know he's into bugs. Yeah, does he like like placoderms? Maybe. Oh or, yeah, like, you you, you don't even get fish? him fucking started about the Devonian period. Fuck yeah, dude. Um. So the next thing that happened knocked me flat on my ass because uh, uh, Mister Dinosaur, Mister Dino DNA plays a field spell. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Mind you, this uh, pot of pot of greed. Yu-Gi-Oh uh, GX aired in what two thousand and six. Yep, I think that was for the dub. I think it was earlier well, for the for the sub. Just a second. Yeah, yeah, it started in two thousand four. Yeah. Um. Yeah, two thousand four, two thousand eight. So yeah, this is about like two thousand five, two thousand six. This episode is airing. Um. The the spell card he plays, the field spell, is called Jurassic World. It it's the same in the dub, it's, which is so f- ten years fucking fucking prescient. Yeah, come Chris on. Pratt is not Where's here. The money, Mister Pratt. Come on. Chris, Chris Pratt's not here. We don't get a Jimmy Buffett cameo on Dual Academia. We don't get, um, I oh, mean, fuck, what's her name? What's, what's the main I, girl character's name? I mean, I don't know. Cyrus is, yeah. or, Kabuki's right here. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We have, our, we have our own better Jimmy Buffett. It is so funny because he's just saying Jurassic World. And it's just like, fuck yeah, dude. The first movie was okay. The second movie, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Don't get me started. That movie is like complete dog ass, but. It's just so funny that it makes sense because you can't call it Jurassic Park, but it's clearly like, I, guess, I don't know. I don't think it's a reference to Jurassic Park, actually. It's just like, it is a Jurassic world. But it's, it's just like, you know, the complete lack of like the disconnect from modern day when Jurassic World is its own franchise. It just cracks me up every time. Uh, yeah. Uh, the... So just like a big thing throughout this duel is like, Tyranno is good. Like, he is doing really well against Jaden. Like, he's basically dominating the duel from this point on. Like, this this whole field spell gives him a whole bunch of buffs. Like, all his monsters get stronger. He can, like, force uh, Jaden's uh, monsters into defense and his own into mm. defense so he doesn't lose life points. Uh, but, like, Jaden's not deterred. Like, he loses Wild Heart... Uh, he, he takes a lot of damage, uh, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, well, live and learn. Yeah. But, yeah. And, like, Cyrus is, like, cheering for him, and also, the goons are starting to, uh, be swayed by Jaden. Come around, they like Jaden's, you know, happy attitude. His, his, they like the know. cut of his jib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy does, I, he's nonstop positivity, and we like that. Yeah. What, 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 what? There, excuse me. I like how it kind of starts because at one point after after uh, after Kenzon plays Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, he notices that like his whole posse's kind of sitting down and he's like, Where where's all the cheers? And they're like, Well, every time you play this card, that means you win, so you know, it's not as exciting every like when you do the exact same thing to win every single time. Um <laughs> and you know, Sho is still cheering Judai because he's still unflappable in the face of all of this. Um it's cool, like, you know, Sho's like, that's my bro, and, like, at one point, Judai has this really big combo ready, but, you know, uh, Kenzon just completely shuts it down with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and Judai's like, oh, well, better luck next time, and it's just like, uh, I like, I like that, it's cute. Yeah. Ah, oh, beans, ah, oh, shoot, ah, oh, dang. Yeah, Jaden, thanks to uh, having two insurance cards, uh, is just barely like, able to avoid you know- being defeated, this hmm. makes me think there's not a lot of situations where you see somebody play two copies of the same card unless it's like a it's monster recursion. that they're fusing together. It, it's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, especially in a combo like this, because like yeah. obviously we've seen like Kaiba fuse the blue eyes together. But, like otherwise, mm. it's like it's it just like, seems like they have like the just one copy of each card in their deck. Sometimes. Yeah, like like my hat or harpy sisters, but like they were sort of like a group thing and. Like, I don't think we've ever seen, like, multiple of the same spell card. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But it, it's funny because it's a card that we've never seen Judai play in the first place either. He's just like, by the yeah, way, and then he plays now. Twi- plays it twice. Yeah, yeah, so nice. He plays it twice. Um, before that though, uh, Tyranno Kenzon does say one of the most batshit things I've ever heard in my life because he says, um, at, at one point Judai attacks with um, uh, Edgeman and like he flips this thing called Amber Pitfall, which permanently makes it go in defense mode. Um, and then Kenzon plays this. He has his card out called um, Archeonis, which is, you know, it's like a prehistoric bird thing. And he says, there's there's a theory that suggests that birds were the ancestors of dinosaurs. And I'm thinking, now hold on. I'm pretty sure it's the other way around, my man. Right? Right. I think they fixed that in the dub. Okay, because he very much says... Maybe your sub just fucked up. I don't know. I I like to imagine that he's, like, very knowledgeable about about dinosaurs, except he thinks that birds came first for some reason. Which came first, the chicken or the tyrannosaurus? It's it's his one blind spot in his prehistoric knowledge. And he plays, he plays his, like, ultra DNA pill and turns Archeonis into Black Tyranno, the boss from Chrono Trigger. Yeah, this is called de-evolution in... In the mm. dub, and it de-evolves this bird into a, a dinosaur. A dino DNA never gets old. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this is when he does his cool insurance combo, where like he uses insurance, and the card he uses insurance is insurance. Google recursion to learn more. Uh, and like at this point, Ken's on starting to kind of be sad now, and he reveals he's like, well, you know, this isn't the first posse I've had. You know, over over my many years of being uh, fifteen, <laughs> I've had many many gangs, and invariably it all ends when like they stop following me and turn on me, and it's just like, damn, dude, I'm I've so been sad. abandoned by so many of my friends. I'm just... <laughs> my like rude Japanese biker gang abandoned me. Now my dinosaur friends are abandoning me. Damn it! He's just... gonna start like an idol group next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Like a, maybe a Super Sentai team. Oh, that would be pretty fucking sick. I hope it. I hope there's a Sentai-themed Yu-Gi-Oh character later on. Me too. Oh, I really oh, should I'd be. love that. Have we not had one? That seems like I'd be surprised there if be. there isn't. Yeah, like L- listeners, let us know if there is. Like elemental heroes are like two steps kind of away there. from that. Yeah, I-, I want like the transformation though. You know. Yeah, Henshin. Uh, H- uh, give me the Henshin, baby. Yeah. Uh. So. As like, as like, uh, Tyranner's like talking about this, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jaden explains his friends are his friends are getting bored of him. He uses yeah, that's so sad. He's like building up this whole cult of personality, but each time he's like not following through. He's just doing the same things over and over again. So people I mean, lose shit, interest. If it, if it works. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. He's won every duel so far, so what the fuck's That's the pro- true. I don't know. It's, it's just like, who gives a shit? Yeah, uh, who gives um, a shit? Judai doesn't really give a shit, though, because he's like, well, you may think you've won, but who knows what could happen next? And this is like one of the most homoerotic moments I've ever seen in all of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> the way they're looking at each other. They, yeah. they are Moki, giving each other bedroom eyes. There's yeah, no way to like, yeah, describe yeah, Moki, this otherwise. Moki posted the screenshot in the, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! channel. It's just like, yeah... <laughs> And especially with the line of Judai saying, like, doesn't this get your blood boiling? Like, the, it is... Judai's found another member of his polycule, oh, yeah. what can we say? Well, yeah, I mean, that's confirmed at the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> Literally, yeah. And then Jaden, as part of his strategy to 
overcome uh, Tyranno, uses Pot of Greed. Let's go! Woo! What's everybody What you got, drinking? Dan? I know you made uh, a drink for this. Yeah, so... Because of Max's suggestion last week to uh, mix Fireball and Ginger Ale, yeah. I did that. Uh... It blends really well. It's really I'm good. Ya, it's good. It's a nice, smooth crispiness. Crispness. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, yeah. It just accentuates the flavor, and it, it doesn't feel like clashing or anything. It's really mm-hmm. nice. They're calling me the smellier of our time. Uh, uh, I'm I'm drinking uh, fruit punch Gatorade Zero. I feel very... I'm getting my electrolytes back after my nice workout before recording. I'm drinking water. Good. Water's good for you. Uh, life-giving water, the nectar of the gods. Tremendous. It's, it's just like in Fallout 3. Uh, when it's just <laughs> like in King's Quest V. If I approach my like water his... bottle in the, from the wrong angle, I will get killed by a bear. God, I can't... I'm, I'm just thinking this about how... <laughs> It, it like at the very start of Fallout 3 when you're a little baby, uh, your dad, Liam Neeson, Papa Neeson has a fucking Bible quote stitched out, cross stitched yes! out. And it is literally, it based on what it appears to be, I think the way he's interpreting like the waters of life or whatever is water's good and you should drink it. It <laughs> is. Pretty much. And you should. <laughs> it's. God, it's so fucking hack writers at Bethesda. Good God. Um, but yeah, after Judai plays the aforementioned Pot of Greed, he plays Skyscraper. But before Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom turns into turns into the Skyscraper, it turns into an Ice Age. What killed the dinosaurs? It's the very Ice fucking funny. Age. Chill out. Uh, and yeah, it's it's cute. Uh, Judai's like, the world is evolving now. You gotta gotta like leave the past behind and you know all the buildings pop up and this is when kenzon realizes what he's been missing like jurassic world is a powerful sanctuary but it's too safe you know no one gets exciting no one gets excited watching you do the exact same moves over and over again like you need to get people's blood racing and this is when judai uh, i don't know get have a you new ever boy. seen the beginning of chronicles of riddick i do the movie alongside <laughs> him every time i open palm slam i decked him inside my dual disc uh-huh. um we see a new boy because Judai fuses yeah. Wild Man with Wingman. Wild, Wild Wingman. Do we care yep. him? He's Not he's particularly. Okay. I, I don't care him. Yeah. I, I, just, just, I, just, I just don't, 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 don't really like Wild, Wild Edge. Yeah. I, I don't want the tribal aesthetics. It doesn't not belong here. I don't trust him. I just don't think he belongs with the rest of the elemental heroes. Like yeah. He's just a guy. I don't even, even really like Blade Edge that much. He doesn't really fit in that well. But he's, yeah. he's better than Wild, Wild Man. Yeah. Uh, Wild so. Heart. That's what he's called in the dub. Wild Heart. Uh, um, at this point, the Tyrannic game is fully. Is he? Wild. Uh, he's he's normal and flying, half man, half air. Sure. Um, and at this point, the I guess he's fighting and flying. Probably he's a halucha. The Tyranno gang is fully cheering for Judai now. You know they've been fully uh, turned over. It's cute. Uh, Judai, like after the big attack Judai does, uh, Tyranno still has some life points left. So Judai plays Defusion and attacks him directly. And right before uh, Tyranno takes the final hit, he calls Judai his Aniki, and his eyes go vertical like a dinosaur's. Oh, and it's yeah. like, oh shit, he's, Im- yeah. he's imprinted. Oh, oh. fuck. Oh, no. 
Yeah, it's uh, wild. Uh, Edge man. He he falls. So Jaden wins. Uh, uh-huh. Tyranno gotcha. falls into the river. Uh, and he agrees to give up all the dual discs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's cute. He says, he says, bro, if you're a T-Rex, I'm a mere stegosaurus. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's silly. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, he realizes it, that, yeah, he's been losing, he's, he, he's losing the support of his friends because he's a conservative and he refuses to change. He just wants everything to stay the same forever. That's uh, right. Yep. He's, he's, he's fiscally conservative and socially liberal. Socially uh, dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. Uh, the epilogue of this episode, we see Cronus and Napoleon. Uh, they're spying on Monjame's construction because they're still searching for fucking Edo Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, but as they're looking at it, like this big ass... Oh, we don't even, uh, they don't even mention Aster. Oh, yeah, they us. don't mention him in this one. They, they still... I mean, I know he comes back next week because I saw the episode title, but um, it's really funny that they can't find this fucking boy. Uh, that's all they care about. And then we see this big, like... You know the Japanese thief bag? That green with the light green sort of like wind swirls yeah, on it. From, yeah. yeah, from the Kirby uh, copy power. From Tack, exactly, it's Tack. Um, and and yeah, th- this big ass bag blocks the binoculars Kronos is looking through because it's Tyranno Kenzon bringing all his shit to the Red Dorm so we yep. can hang out with Judai. <laughs> yep. He's I like, hey, I'm moving in. There's four guys living in this one room now. I I just, I'm very entertained by the idea that the that yellow's and blues as we find out next episode can just sort of hang out at the red dorm and it's like no problem like well fuck it their their fucking headmaster is a cat yeah, what's chronos gonna what's he do gonna <laughs> he doesn't yeah i mean i don't think he gives a shit who goes to the red dorm as long as nobody's going to the obelisk dorm that shouldn't be there i think he's fine dual mm. Aca- dual academy is a lawless anarchic wasteland pretty fucking much <laughs> No rules just right, Outback Yukio. Yeah. Uh, that, that's episode. I liked it. I I, I just want to say like... when he's unpacking his shit, we see him pull out at least four dinosaur mugs. <laughs> he has a... Br- <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, if I had to, like, pack up my things and live in a dorm with my Aniki, half my shit would be Minions themed, so I can't fault him for that. Uh, so. Uh, so. Yeah, he... Uh, we end with one last joke, which is that, like, uh, uh, like, Tyranno's being, like, really subservient and, like, calling him, like, commander or whatever. And he says, Jaden just says, you can call me Jaden. And Tyranno says, sir, yes, sir. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Uh, I'm loving it. So. And that's episode. Yeah. That's all, folks. That's all, folks, but not for us, because it is time. <gasps> to get our game on. I don't want to go first. Okay. Dan, you go first. Tell us about Destiny. Okay, yeah. So Damn, Daniel. Back uh, at it again with Destiny 2. I'm, so I'm amazed that we haven't made more damn Daniel jokes in the course of our podcast. You know, it has been three years and surprisingly little damn Daniel jokes. Uh, 
But yeah, uh... Okay, well, I'll make one every episode now. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, duly noted. Monkey's Paw Curls. No! Um, <laughs> listen, uh, I, I'm playing Destiny 2. Uh, the, uh, I'm still playing, like, the seasonal stuff. Uh, today, Tuesday, uh, May 25th, 2021, uh, there were, they dropped, like, a new activity you can do, I guess, mm-hmm. is the word I would look, say. Uh, called, uh, over, no, uh, is it, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called like override or something. Not the one that they already have, but this new one where you just like do this sort of like dungeon crawl through a Vex Uh, vaporwave. What? No, yeah, it is. It is override. It's like override. And then you said, I I got confused. Never mind. I confused override and expunge in my head. Oh, it was expunge. That's what I was doing. Expunge. Ah, Yay. Uh, so, uh, in this new activity, Expunge, uh, you go on a sort of, like, Vex dungeon crawl, uh, and you go through, like, I don't remember what the actual term for it is, but, like, this sort of Vex simulation computer world that's just, like, a vaporwave place full of, like, vanishing platforms and stuff, and you've gotta get to the end, uh, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, really confusing platforming that's neat. Uh, it looks cool as fuck. Uh, hmm. And you find a boss at the end. Uh, I like it. It took me 30 minutes to do. Uh, our podcast recording was delayed because I didn't realize it would take so long. About, like, a minute. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Uh, nice. Righteous. Uh, Any good loot out of it? Uh, I was advancing the uh, weekly quest. Um, uh, okay. mm, getting there, getting mm. there. Um, I, if I may go next, go ahead. I've I've been playing uh, a little game called Gods and Monsters. No, just kidding. It's called Immortals Phoenix Rising. I don't, um, you keep making that joke, and I don't get it. It was originally called Gods and Monsters, which is okay. a much better name than Immortals Phoenix Rising, and Phoenix is also spelled F-E-N-Y-X. Yeah, like Marcus Phoenix. No, that's F-E-N-I-X. I know, shut up. And there's also the Gundam Phoenix from UC Narrative. Um, fucking Ubisoft was like, okay, we have all these Assassin's Creed games, and we have this engine for a big open world game with a big collecto, and Breath of the Wild came out, and people really liked that. And people really liked Assassin's Creed Odyssey, wrongfully, um, but they really loved the ancient Greece setting, rightfully. So what if we made a Breath of the Wild game set in mythological Greece using the Assassin's Creed engine to pretend as Breath of the Wild? And let me tell you, it really, really works, surprisingly. Yeah, really. I um, I saw someone talk about this in a video, and it looks really neat. It's so colorful, so pretty. The presentation's really great. The entire thing is sort of like narrated through the lens of zeus and prometheus like having a chat like unreliable narrators like giving you conflicting information making jokes and stuff um and like the jokes actually kind of land because the game has this very goofy tone to it you're you're phoenix that's your character name you have like a sword you have an axe and you have a bow and like you know all of your attacks are combos involving those three you get different skills like you get like athena's spears i think there's aries spears whatever you get like hephaestus's hammer you can be a big shockwave Combat is, like, decently 
uh, it's pretty pretty fun, pretty dynamic. It's more fun than Assassin's Creed, I think, because like the powers are a little bit more fine tuned than that. You have essentially the same kind of thing, like the um, like the shrines, where you have these like sort of Typhon trials you do, where you're in like you know you're floating in space and like you do this like temple puzzle thing, and there's like optional chests inside and stuff. Um, some of the puzzles are like genuinely really really hard though. Like oh. I had to like yeah I know it is. Some of them are pretty easy, but some of them are like like yeah like pretty difficult some of them are like these cool like, sort of like obstacle course platforming challenges um they like it, it's this is not like a half ass breath of the wild ripoff like they did the work to like make it stand on its own um, all right and but at the end of the day you know it is a sort of like big open world colorful collecto game so if that's your bag then check it out because i'm having a really really good time with it that and apparently pretty fun it is fun. One of the DLCs is set in, uh, I think it's the, it's Chinese mythology. Oh, so like they're they're taking it like one of the DLCs is like a sort of like top down isometric, I think like Diablo style looter. So they're getting it's the it very a DLC. Experiment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like expansion pass, um, and okay. there's like three different ones. But like, no, it's just I I really enjoy it. It is fine tuned enough that like it doesn't feel like just a sort of cash grab to copy Breath of the Wild. It feels like a fun twist on it and i'm just i'm having a very good time with it all right hell yeah yeah I, i'd say on sale for 30 bucks is like a good price for it now what are all you right. playing that on playstation piss four baby all right y'all have to check that out hell yeah. uh i have been i beat resident evil 4 did i say that last time uh you were playing it. i don't think you beat it last time i think you beat it i mm. Oh yeah, I, I said I beat it. I beat separate ways since then. So oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, and now I'm playing Resident Evil Five. Oh uh, no, you boulder punching <laughs> asshole! I think that's six. No, I think that's five. Uh, I haven't gotten to that part yet because I guess that's at the very end, or maybe mm-hmm. it is in six. I don't know. Anyways, no, it's. I know it's in five, but I just it is in five. It. Okay. Well, then I still haven't gotten there. Anyways, I'm playing five. Uh, I'm playing at co-op with friend of the show, Andy, uh, who was on the Monster Hunter episode of Slappers Only and has been on nothing else. Uh, it's it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard many good things about it. I mean, it's like, it's similar enough to Resident Evil 4 gameplay that I'm having a fun time. And, you know, I'll, I, can, I can have a reasonably enjoyable uh, time with anything that's co-op, you know, if I'm playing it with someone else. So it's, you know, it's, it's not bad. I, yeah. I do want to maybe try Resident Evil 6 after we're done with it. So uh, I've heard that one is worse. So yeah, that, that right. should be interesting. I've heard that one is the most similar to the Resident Evil movies. Oh, that's good. Hmm. Okay. Does I've Albert Wesker those, go but... to the Oval Office? Well, Albert Wesker's dead at that point. Mm. Or is he? No, he is. Uh, dun dun dun! Uh, it's a shame. I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him. We're gonna we're miss we're, that we're fun, closing yeah. in on the end of five, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hard time killing my friend Albert Wesker, but it's gonna happen. So yeah, that's what this I've, is, I've been this up is to. So sad in the world of gaming. Resident Evil Five, All pretty right. pretty good Resident co-op game. I, I gotta say, I, I think it's maybe don't play it on your own. But Resident Evil 5, more like President Evil 45. If you're playing on Steam, it does still have games for Windows Live. Oh, tremendous! Yay! Yeah, Love and, that for and it you. works. It, it works, but uh, 
I would recommend just downloading a pretty simple fan-made patch that get rid- gets rid of all that yeah, shit. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. Checks out. Um, well, before we go, before we uh, get our game off, I would like to tell y'all about our $10 patrons because if you go to patreon.com slash potofgreed and donate at the $10 a month level, become a board member, we will shout you out in the middle of the episode. So I would like to give a big heartfelt thanks to Boo Boo Hakusho, Jazz Dumpster, Nero Wyvern, Sarfis, and Eruviru. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for donating to our Patreon. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Chrono said hmm. that. Um, Chrono said that. He, he literally did in the second episode. Mario. So, what's the next one called in the dub? This is GX Season 2, Episode 4, Sad But Truesdale. <laughs> I love Metallica. Uh, this is Episode 56 of GX in the Sub, Show versus the Bug Girl, Insect Princess. Yeah, dude. Be the bug girl you wish to see in the world. Yeah. I'm the bug boy. Uh, the episode starts off with a reference to MTV's The Real World. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chaz does God. a real world bit. And I'm, I look. I don't know what it is in the sub, but in the dub, he literally like says the intro to the real world almost word for word. That is tremendous. For uh, no, so I don't know why he's doing this, but he starts out filming like he's like filming like, hey, this dorm sucks absolute shit. I think just to like look back on at all of his stupid friends when he's like you know made it big. But, like, yeah, he, he's walking, he's filming, and he's talking about how shitty the dorm is. Um, and we walk inside Judai's room, and we see Sho yelling at Kenzon to leave because you're a yellow. You won't leave my Aniki alone, you know. He, he And <laughs> Kenzon is like, I can't leave him alone. He's like the light of the sun. <laughs> In the dub, it's it's nothing like that. He's like, hey, you need to shower, dude. You, you fucking stink. <laughs> you smell like a dinosaur. You fucking stink. And he's like, hey, I do shower. I did it, like, uh, a week ago, I think. Oh god! <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're just arguing over uh, Hasselberry's hygiene. It's cute. Um, and Manjume is like, my dorm is finally finished, and he like starts talking up. You know, it has a sauna, it has all these different rooms to it. And Sho and Kenzan are like, he really wants to show it off to us, huh? <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's a bowling like alley, he- there's a three ring circus. It's got everything. <laughs> it's everything. Um. And before they can leave, though, Asuka shows up with a handbag, yeah. like a tiny little duffel bag, and she's like, I've left the blue dorm. Can I stay here? Hmm. Fucking slumber party every night. Let's go. Everyone's hanging out in Animal House. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I haven't been using my Yeti this whole time. Oh. You weren't, or you were are now? Well, I was using it on Audacity, but I wasn't using it on Discord. Oh, that's why you sounded a little underwater. Yeah, I'm here for real this time. Wow. Brand new Argyle. Brand new, new Argyle baby. just dropped. Wow. Wow. Um, the next we see is Napoleon and Kronos sitting by candlelight in uh, the headmaster's <laughs> office for some fucking reason. Yeah, they just had a, a romantic spaghetti dinner. Yeah, they, 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 they both they'd... slurped on the same noodle and then their lips met in the middle. It was, you yeah. should have seen it. Yeah, they both then they fuck each other's brains out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> five five years later, we're still cheating. On we already made that joke. Shut up. In a different podcast, so I'm allowed to do it here. Did we? No, that we made it one? this one. We thought it was this okay. one. 
Shut up. I'm, what other I'm podcast confli- did we make that joke on? <laughs> I thought I said it on Wow Cool Robot. About who? We make a lot of, I don't know. We make a lot of sex jokes in all of our podcasts. It's impossible to keep track of them all. Listen, I, I we think made we on can, this one last I th- week. I think we can reach about a, the same for, characters. We can reach a peaceful compromise by just mutually acknowledging the fact that uh, Crowler and uh, Napoleon just are always banging twenty four seven whenever they're not on screen. Exactly. If you don't see them on camera, they are fucking. That is fact. I'm, gl- I'm glad we. I'm glad we achieved this conclusion. Good work. Good work, mm-hmm. folks. Um, they're discussing their next plan though. Uh, and they, and, and Kronos pulls out a photo of show and he's like, Oh, this guy, ugh, yeesh, ugh, I don't know if I want to fuck with this guy. They're like, you will, we'll make him our star duelist because look, he's, he's, we can't fight Aster. His Chaz, Chaz refused. Alexis doesn't want to work with us. So. I guess it's got to be Cyrus, because, yeah, Zane was his brother, so this will be, like, big with the press, right? Like, his brother's a pro-duelist now, so... Yeah, it's like degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. And also, if he, if he, if he beats a blue duelist, he'll move on to raw yellow, and Judai will lose a henchman. Which is his word, which is cute. I, uh, yeah. And then we cut over, and Majime's done some interior decorating, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a hot spring, uh... An entire fucking hot spring? That we see, like, we hear about a bowling alley and a three-ring circus. We see, basically, this big, spacious room that is the, uh, the Slifer Red Expansion, uh, pack. Uh, Mm -hmm. we forgot to mention that Alexis also showed up just a second ago like no, hey no no we, oh, we, did? we said we did say alexis was here i just that might have been while you were changing microphones yeah okay. so yeah uh crowd alexis is gonna crash here yeah in the the new expansion because there's yeah. plenty of room yeah alexis explains that prowler was trying to uh like make her wear like this dress and do like singing performances to like make her a duelist pop star yeah, she he he wanted her to become the school idol to get star power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, real quick. Also, after uh, after Manjume shows off all the renovations he's done, we look outside the dorm, and it is literally the exact same outside. So, I it, I can only imagine that like literally every room except for Judai's yeah, has been turned into huge like tents up around it. I thought it was going to be like this huge ostentatious like addition on the side of it, but it's just like. <laughs> I, did they? It looks I, like they added a little garage to it. No, yeah. that little was garage that, that is the cafeteria. There. Oh, that's always that been the there. Oh okay, so God. that's already been there. So this is just underground. It's, maybe it's just because we never see the dorm from behind. It's very deep. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. Speaking of Resident Evil, it's got yeah an underground complex. <laughs> exactly. Got to find all the key cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris is imprisoned here somewhere. Yeah. Um. Fucking so after after Asuka talks about becoming the school idol, uh, Misawa arrives and Sho turns around and says, literally, "Oh, that's right, Misawa exists." Yeah, that's so fucking choice. So rude. Yeah, we don't get that kind of rudeness in the, in the dub about Bastion. They just in one episode turned his existence into a running gag that everyone forgets about him, which is like a disrespectful because I like Bastion, but also very fucking funny. 
Yeah. Uh, like, of of all people, show to be rude to him is like, okay, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's cute. He exp- Bastion explains that Cyrus has to duel against Missy, uh, who is a a a uh, blue who uses my wife. Yeah, a blue who uses a bug themed deck. Uh, Alexis mentioned she knows who that is and that she gives Alexis the creeps. Uh, <laughs> but Jaden's really nice and encouraging to his friend. He's hoping the best yeah. for him. Uh, yeah. But Cyrus is terrified and runs away. Yeah. Uh, in in the in the sub, she is named Ron Cocho. Ron Cocho. Uh, Ron Cocho. Just Ron. Um, in the next scene, uh, show is like on the bed, curled up. He's like wrapped the entire blanket around himself, and he's like, "Imagine a bagworm trying to look like a dead branch, so no one will see it." Um, which is very cute, and and yeah, Tarano of course we Kenzon, don't we don't get that in in ours. Which, no, sure, yeah. even though it's clearly supposed to be like a cocoon or something, yeah. right? Like, right. It, but he's just like, "No, I'll be fine in here. I've got everything I need to live. I've got I've got I've got water bottles. I've got food. I've got my teddy bear. I'll be all right." He's a bubble boy. Never needs to leave the dorm again. Yep. Does um d- d- does Kenzon like chew him out in this scene at all for y'all? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's sort of like this encouraging one where he's like telling him he's got to face his big fears. Uh, huh. Uh, but yeah. Because for the sub, Tyranno Kenzon gives a speech that made him like my third favorite character in this show so far. Mm-hmm. He's like, because after show says he's a backroom, Kenzon is like, don't insult the backroom. Bugs have been around since ancient times. They're old friends of the dinosaurs. You're not worthy to compare yourself to them, Saurus. Evolve or die out. <laughs> God damn. He fucking roast show so hard, and I was I was hooting, hollering, applauding the entire time. Mm. He completely reads him. It rules. And he whips him out of the, the blanket cocoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. So uh, we cut ahead to like nighttime where Cyrus is uh, yeah. looking out into the ocean and he's thinking about his biggest... <laughs> On the designated brooding cliffs. Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking about like what he's afraid of and he pulls out his power what bond. What he's afraid bond. of is power bond. But he then explains, like, well, Power Bond is a crutch I rely on because if I didn't have this card, I would be I wouldn't be any good at this game. And his biggest (laughs) fear is being left behind by his friends because he's not good enough. And we see like this like little imagination spot where (laughs) uh, uh, Cyrus is like running towards a boat that. The rest of yes. the characters are on. They're all in like suits and fancy clothes, and they, <laughs> they look like fucking like French barristers or something. They're mm-hmm. they're like telling him like, "Sorry, uh, we're t- we're good at this game, so we're gonna go off to become pro duelists." Sorry. Yep. And then, yeah, and then, and then he, like, he falls, falls into, some... into a hole. He falls in a black hole. He literally says, shock, out loud as he falls. No, I don't want to be left alone. (laughs) I mean, that's real shit, though. Like, being left behind by your peers. Poor guy. Um, Good thing it doesn't happen. Good thing it doesn't happen, because next morning... Because um, he does does that to them before they can do it to him. Um, (laughs) Exactly. He he doesn't get God, he gets Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, uh, the duel's gonna start shooting. Everyone's running in the hallways, and Manjume's walking to the duel as well. 
uh, show stops him, though, and he hands him an envelope. He's like, hey, uh, you need to give this to my Aniki. It's really, really important. And he, he walks off. And Montrey opens it, and he sees it's Power Bond. Yeah. Well, <gasps> we don't see what it is, but come on, we know it's Power Bond. Well, yeah, like, we straight up we just get see that power in the bond. dub. Like, oh, no, he doesn't... We don't. We only see the back of the card. We don't, yeah, Montrey doesn't no, say No, we don't see the front like, of the card. He, like, straight up what happens is, like, Cyrus gives it to him. He says, don't, whatever you do, don't open it. Just give it to Jaden. Then he runs <laughs> off. Uh, Chaz immediately opens it, says, sure. it's Power Bond. Uh, okay. And Cyrus is like, I told you not to open it. <laughs> oh, oh, I like, I like the, I, I like the subversion better. I like that it's like, shows thinks this is, I mean, I know it is a very serious moment, but it's like, I, I it's just funny, like, Manjumei just immediately opening it. Privacy be damned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see Bug Girl. Yeah. She looks like she's 30. Yes. She's got very big, uh, hair in the back of her head. Like, the front of her head looks like hair. I think, hmm. Like, the front of her hair looks like normal anime hair, but in the back. Her hair looks like bug wings and antennas. I was going to say, I think it's meant to look like Elytra. Yeah. Yeah, like, she kind of looks like Faramosa. She's. She's Ooh, a business damn, she's in the, not as tall, though. She's business in the front party in the back. Uh, she's a, a bug mullet. Yeah. Uh, also, I was a little disappointed by this because when I heard Cyrus would be du- dueling against, like, a bug duelist, my mental image was just girl weevil. My mental image was Agatha Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. But girl weevil would have been so choice. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. God, that'd been so good. Weevil and Rex's daughter. Whoa, <laughs> let's go. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's she's mean and rude. Um, she has a locket with Rio's face in it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I'm going to defeat you, boy. I'm going to get an introduction to the World Duel League and I can be with Rio now. Yeah, you're not nearly as hot as your brother. Yeah, once I Man, beat you in true. this duel, I'll get to go pro. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh... But, Duel begins. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Cy- Cyrus is, like, doing really well, actually. Like, he starts off really strong with, like, a huge direct attack with his uh, train. Steamroid. Oh, steamroid. Uh, and, like, people are cheering for him. Uh, but very soon, Missy is starting to turn it around because, like, she basically does her whole thing. Uh She's got, uh, she's got, uh, these, like, weaker cards that are, like, insects, and... Pinch hoppers. Yeah, and then she, like, summons Insect Princess, which is, like, a real mm. important card. Real Chimera Ants hours here. Yeah, still still has bug titties, just like Insect Queen, important. Yeah, important. Uh, and then the field spell, Insect Garden, and basically uh-huh. what she does is, like, she puts, like, the weak monsters on... Uh, Cyrus's side of the field, so she can destroy them with uh, uh, Insect Princess, doing a lot of damage to him, and also buffing Insect Princess even more. Yeah, it's a very cool combo. Mm-hmm. Kenzon loves this shit. He's like, bugs have evolved throughout history the entire time. He's just geeking out in the crowd about all these bugs, and like, I I respect the Dino Boy who respects Booch. Mm-hmm. I have no choice but to stand. Um... Judai, like, knows that, you know, Sho has an ace up his sleeve. He can turn this around. But Manjame thinks, like, 
uh, oh, you sure about that, dude? I don't think he has that card. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also, yeah, at this point, Cho's being really fucking mean and rude to her. Like, he is big on his britches. He is high on the hog. He is, like, acting all high. The crowd chants his name, like, once, and he's like, fuck yeah, dude. This yeah, is his, ego, his ego swells to the size of Obelisk the Tormentor. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, we, like, at, once Cyrus starts, like, losing because of uh, Missy's uh, strats, uh, he, there's, like, a bit where he says, uh, there's a voice in my head telling me to give up because I'm not good enough. And then Missy shouts, you're not good enough. Give up. Uh, <laughs> uh, and right. yeah. And it's a funny goof. Yeah. Uh, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, and then he starts like doing tax. Uh, we get, he's like I said, he's doing surprisingly well. And then, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Chaz hands Jaden the power bond card, and like their mm-hmm. gut reaction yeah, is they're they're wondering why uh, Cyrus isn't using power bonds, right? Mm-hmm. Or like if he had it, he would be able to win this no problem, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have. Uh, and then, yeah, this is when Chaz reveals that he's had it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Is, is their gut reaction to think that that he stole the card? Yes, <laughs> because that's yeah. what it is in the sub as well. They're all like, "Dude, what the fuck? Come on, man! What the fuck? He needs that." And he's like, no, he gave it to me. Come on. Um, and it, and we, we, we cut back over. And, like, uh, uh, bug, bug Girl does the same combo she does earlier where she, like, sends a bug to show side of the field. Um, but Sho ends up countering it because even Cronus is like, ooh, she shouldn't do the exact same strategy twice. It's not going to work. Um, and she's like, even within Osiris Red, you're a real underachiever. You're going to be nothing but Judai's lackey. And at this point, like... <clears throat> Show finally gets it, and like the entire like season catches up with him, and he realizes like what he has to do, and he's like, "I'm gonna defeat you. I'm not. I'm no longer anyone's lackey. I'm gonna grow stronger, get to the raw yellow, and I'm gonna be able to walk aside my Aniki." So now he's like fucking ready to beat ass right now. Um, he plays a card called Vehicroid Connection, which is it's like a like a trail switch yard. Mm-hmm. Um, it fuses all of his vehicles together into Jumbo Drill. This is, a, as far as vehicroids go, this one doesn't look terrible. Right. It um, could be like, worse. It could be worse. It's like a big drill car thing. It's nice. It's fine. Mm. Uh, and he wins. He, 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 he pierces through insect, uh, insect Princess and does piercing damage. And Ron loses. And she's so fucking sad because she can't be with Rio. Oh, no. Oh, and this oh, is the last please. time she ever appears in the show. I'm yeah. No, sure. she's gone for good. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, Cy- Cyrus wins. He's gonna get promoted to raw yellow. Yep. Yay. Uh, but <laughs> um, he and, and, and at first they're like surprised that he's actually gonna do it. Probably just because you know this is coming off fresh off the heels of Manjame <laughs> being forced to stay in Osiris Red. Mm-hmm. Um, Judai gets it though. Judai's like, yeah, you gotta be strong. And he like tries to give a uh, power bond back to show and shows like, no, like I rely on that car too much. I'm not going to use it anymore. And, sh- and Judah's like, we'll just keep it for good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's a very good sentiment. I like that the whole, like, you know, J- Judah doesn't care about his show, anyone being under or over him. He just wants to like be surrounded by strong duelists. It's cute. Mm-hmm. I love his character. Uh, so and then Bastion shows, uh, let me see if I can do Bastion voice. <clears throat> Cyrus, it's time. No. 
Fuck, Cyrus, have to work on it's it time point. to get your yellow on. Yeah, it's time to get your yellow on, as opposed to get your game on. Uh, and, and and this is when Show once again no sells Misawa's presence in the sub. Yeah, Jesus. He's like, oh, you're still here. Uh, Fuck you! That's like the head of your dorm, like the head student. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Show isn't going anywhere. No, he's still hanging out. Uh with uh the reds and yeah it's 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 dinner or like breakfast or whatever the next day mm-hmm. uh and cyrus is like hey tyranno you're sitting in my seat dude you mind getting up <laughs> he's got his yellow jacket on and everything he's he's in raw yellow but he's like well that didn't mean i had to leave right I, i'm still gonna be here they still have four guys sleeping in this room. Oh yeah, by the way, Manjume is still going to be sleeping in Judai's room because when like Asuka left the blue door, Manjume offered his entire fucking like penthouse oh my God. suite to her. Jesus. Uh, so it's 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 still just like boys rock in, right. in Judai's dorm right now. There's three beds in there. Mm-hmm. And a futon, I guess. I love it. This show so fucking cool. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. Cyrus is rude now. He's mean. Damn, bro, you've changed. Ever since you became a raw yellow, you've been different. I just took your lesson, you know, Tyranno. I took it to heart. So he's not afraid of him. And we'll ask him to please get out of my seat so I can eat shrimp in peace. Mm. Very good. Uh, Yeah. That's episode. Do you have a segment for us? Yes. Um... It's yes. been a while since we've done this. It's bit. been a while. Uh, <laughs> I, if it wasn't going to be you, it was going to be me, Argyle. We'll be reading from the Dual Mont, the Yu Gi Oh! official handbook, in a segment known as uh, Dual Academy. Uh, bleh, bleh. Uh, Dual Academy Correspondence Course. <clears throat> Welcome back to another lesson. I am Professor Thaddeus Eagles, and I'm here to teach you about Yami Yugi. When Yugi lets the spirits of the ancient pharaoh inside him, he becomes Yami Yugi, a massive duelist. Yami Yugi is confident and skilled and a fierce opponent, yet he will never cheat and always battles with honor. With the help of Yang Yu, Yang Yu slowly but surely built his own confidence and self-esteem. But Yang Yu learned something from Yugi too: kindness, sympathy, and heart. The link between Yugi and Yang Yu is the Millennium Puzzle. The ancient pharaoh sealed his soul inside it as a way to protect the world from the Shadow Games. And when the Shadow Games returned and a powerful evil threatened the world, Yugi battled bravely on the front lines. But he couldn't do it alone. He couldn't have done it without Yami. Did you know Yami Yugi is often called the pharaoh? by Yugi and his friends. In order to save the world, Pharaoh needed to learn his true name, Aten. And, and there's a quote here 
Oh. Yugi, this looks dangerous. Let me take over. Yami Yugi. I love when he said that. <laughs> tune into Pot of Greed seasons one through six to learn more about this wonderful Yami Yugi character. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yu-Gi-Oh! is a fun show. I feel like Duel Monsters was so fucking long ago. It's like a distant memory. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Good times. I actually was listening to um, excerpts from some of the episodes earlier today. I was listening to Ron Obelisk and the serotonin poisoning part. Just because, you know, brings me joy. That raw obelisk energy. I just said raw and obelisk and I slurred it a little bit because I was sick that week and Elliot was like did you just say raw and obelisk and that just set us on a fucking path that we never recovered from mm-hmm. um, speak of never recovering every week we ask our listeners to send in questions mm-hmm. go to twitter.com at podagreedcast or on our discord channel we make a question post the day of day before who fucking knows anymore um, when we record and we will read your questions aloud on air and discuss them. I have the Twitter questions ready. All right. I've got Discord. <clears throat> Tremendous. On Twitter, Jasmine Marsh, friend of the show, at Pidmon, asks, What ridiculous prestige classes in 3.0 and 3.5 D&D would each character take? Inspired by my brain remembering the Vermin Priest prestige class existed, in which you could oogie boogieify yourself and turn your hand into a detachable spider. Hmm. It's Joe. They put bugs in him. They put bugs in him. Uh, I, I'm i going to admit it. I I don't remember any 3.5 or 3.0 uh, prestige classes. I, 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 I've, never, I've never played that. I used to play a lot of Pathfinder, but I, I don't think I ever got to like a high enough level to really uh, do those. So I'm kind of shit out of luck here. Um... Yeah, sorry, There's I cannot so answer this. I do pres- not have the knowledge for this. There's so many fucking prestige classes. Holy shit. Uh, let's look at a couple, I guess. Uh, I'm Okay, I think I think fucking Bastion's going to be some sort of battle mage. You know? He's, yeah. he's smart, strong in combat. I feel like Judai is going to be s- Templar. Judai's mm. a Templar, parentheses, epic. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he sure fucking is. Um... Manjume is gonna be like I think something like very very evil, like a disciple of Asmodeus perhaps. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be a disciple. Oh shit! There's a warrior of darkness right here. That's Manjume in a, to a T. Uh, sure. Uh, there is one called Duelist. Duelists are nimble warriors who focus on wits and finesse. They gain a bonus based on intelligence to their armor class while not wearing armor, and they strike their opponents with great precision with light weapons. No, oh, we hey, we figured it out. Every character's a duelist. I guess that's it. Um, <laughs> um friend of the show Cassidy at was cosplay asked, "Would you rather fight one T-Rex-sized minions or one hundred ant-sized minions?" Mm. Um, I will abstain. Don't you fucking dare ask me to fight my sons ever again. Well. Thanks. I think it's got to be the ant-sized minions. Those things are so small. What, what are mean, they going to do to you? I got to go with the 100 ant-sized minions because we know in Minions canon what a, one T-Rex-sized minion is like. And Big Stuart, or not was it Kevin? Big Kevin cannot be stopped. So, Bigger Kevin theory. Yeah. Bigger Kevin cannot be stopped, so I'm going to go with the 100 ant-sized minions because I might actually win. Yeah, because it's yeah. like the question about a horse-sized duck or a duck-sized horse. 
Is ducks that aren't duck? that small. Yeah, a duck is like still football size, you know. So like that—that's mm-hmm. that's not that small. An ant is extremely small. Um, it's a bug. So, uh, uh Jordan, like, if you're listening th- to this, uh, I want to point out that uh, I brought up the your your dog-sized spider versus a uh, uh, car-sized spider to some spider lovers, and their opinion was that it would be bad to have a car-sized one because it might eat people or small animals because they will just assume it's food. However, a dog-sized spider would make a perfect pet. That's not my fucking problem. I want big spider. If, if my pet wants to eat someone, that's its business. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Healy, at Michael of Healy, asks, Would you rather fight one dinosaur-sized bug or a hundred bug-sized dinosaurs? If it matters, the dinosaurs are T-Rexes and the bugs are bees. Again, bugs small. The biggest bug is like a foot, and that's like a goliath bird-eater tarantula. So, hmm. it doesn't really, you know, you can't get much bigger than that for booge. It's a very one-sided fight, I think. Yeah. The same discussion applies here, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so final question on Twitter. Maki Zenin's male wife at SamHammer99 asks, It's dino DNA time! Okay, Doulis, if you could replace any bone in your body with pure dino, which one would it be? I think we should save this for the dino DNA reveal. My skull. Yeah, you get one of those, like, pachycephalosaur skulls. Mm. So you can bonk your head real good. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I want a a raptor dewclaw. Let's see. Is it just one bone or part? One, One bone. Um, I'm. I guess I'm gonna go with like, hmm, probably one of my hand, probably my main hand bone. Uh, I, so I can have. There's a lot of bones in your hand, homie. I mean, the one that's the palm. Uh. Oh wait, wait. What about the really, really small bone that's in your ear? Oh, the like the, the, the cochlea. What's the point yeah, of that? That one replaced. I I want uh, something that I can use. So to it's punch. not intrusive. Well, that, what's the fucking point then? Uh, Turn my cochlea into a T-Rex skull. I want, I want a dinosaur hand so I can punch good. Exactly. Now for Twitter questions. Uh, yeah. Uh, for our Discord questions, uh, we open up with uh, Cassidy again, non-binary with left dragonkin, who seems to be really excited because. Uh, she says, oh shit, it's Missy, as played by Michelle Gomez. Who are y'all's, excuse me, who are y'all's favorite incarnations of Doctor Who? What about other Time Lords? What about the Yugi Tachi? Is Bastion a Dalek? If I, I, I don't understand their question, and question, I won't respond to it. I, I don't, I don't speak that language. If, Sorry. If the GX, I, I don't go to Doctor Who. If the GX crew got access to time travel, which, where would each one vote to go? Uh, okay okay well i mean we know where tyranno hasselberry would go obviously yeah yeah he, he's fucking covered. the 1800s uh, <laughs> so, uh jaden jaden would go far enough into the future that i think he would go probably just like five years into the past to when yugi was still dueling so that he could oh dueling. yeah no that's absolutely yeah right. that's probably it um uh in the same vein manjami would go five years in the past to get in good with kaiba hell yeah dude uh i think cyrus would go to like the 
the late 90s so he can experience Digimon. I don't know why, okay, but he strikes good. me as a Digimon fan. Mm-hmm. Asuka would travel to... Uh, oh, shit. Uh, fucking Tonya Harding, like the 90s or 80s or whenever the fuck she did her thing. Tonya. I, Tonya. Uh, let me think. Uh, Everybody's just going, like, five years into the past to miss mm-hmm. things that they, you know, that they were they were alive for but were too young for it's more responsible time traveling than going to the fucking you know ancient dino land yeah sure crawler's going to go to the 1970s so he can throw the first brick at stonewall fuck uh i think that's it um yeah yeah uh let's see destiny hero ligma uh, number one Edelgard stand near a wyvern. I love that fucking name, Nero. Holy shit. Every time I read it, it cracks me up. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, this good old boy is the best dinosaur duelist. Fuck Rex Raptor. A- Agreed. Anyway. Agreed. What's your favorite movie or show that involves dinosaurs? I mean, Jurassic Park's pretty good. <laughs> uh. The Super hmm. Mario Brothers movie. Land Before Time. <laughs> All Jurassic fourteen Park of was them. My favorite, Jurassic Park was my favorite book uh, for the longest time when I was younger. Is I still have such a soft spot for that mm. whole franchise. Not Jurassic World, though. Fuck all that. I've never seen the original Jurassic Park. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. That movie's so good. Mm. Let's do fucking our next pa- Patreon movie series after Grugio. Oh. We'll do Jurassic Park. We'll read all of the books too. Hey, they're good books. We'll do book club. Um, Yay! What's next? Uh, you like Chaz Z? Uh, Z Paladin asks, "What animal bones do you wait?" Uh, we did this one already. Okay. Yeah, we did well, this, well, one. this is like the same as a Twitter question. Yeah. Uh, Hornmeister bones. Ojama Usurper uh, Hornmeister asks, "What is, in your opinion?" The biggest difference between dinosaurs and dragons in our cultural perception. What sticks out to you about the way they are used in Yu-Gi-Oh! specifically? Well, I'm just going to be... I thought about this before, and I know the fact... Uh-huh. I know the true answer. Dragons are yeah. sexier. Yes. No, the, the, that was like... I, you know, I hadn't read this before, but I was already honing on the fact that, like, more characters want to fuck dragons in Yu-Gi-Oh than want to fuck dinosaurs. I don't think anybody wants to fuck the dinosaurs. I think it's just the dragons. Uh, we, we, presumably we're going to have a couple seasons with this new dino boy, so who, who knows what can happen. Uh, yeah, true. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll get some sexy dinosaurs. Who knows? I mean, have you, have you seen an ankylosaur, man? I don't know. I mean, look. We all... I'm just saying, Hasselberry, at this point in time... Doesn't seem to have yes. that intention. He does a Shane Dawson tweet about dinosaurs instead of his cat. Uh, so. Flutterdark asks, uh, how would Tyranno and Mixie get along with Rex and Weevil? Oh, they would bully them relentlessly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, I think t- Tyranno and Rex would be friends because, like, dino lovers stick together, but Missy and Weevil would, like, end up killing each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I, th- I think that's good. But like, di- dino lovers can love like be friends with any kind of dino lover, but like, 
Missy and Weevil are different enough bug lovers that they would like fucking hate each other's guts. I'm still thinking about how they did my boy Rex bad. Like he 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 had a like a redemption, and then they were just like, no, he gets to just go on shit with Weevil now. Like yeah, he can yeah. be comic relief, but it's like he wasn't evil at that point. Like he was good. Like he <laughs> he was he was he, he was an honorable duelist. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever. Miss that guy. Stephen Morsh. Uh, Stephen Morsh. Yeah, Allen asks. What are Rex and Weevil up to these days, anyways? They retire from dueling to open a, be- a terrible bed and breakfast? Uh, a bed and breakfast and bugs and dinosaurs? Kevin James tweet.txt. I, no. I don't know what Ke- Kevin James tweet. Oh, fuck! Fuck! Don't even need to say it. No. No, 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 no. Listen. Oh, no, no, no. There's some <laughs> ponage going on. And that's all I can say. Um, but yeah. I'm not participating in this. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, I think they... I feel like they they make the convention circuit. Uh, sure. They, they go to conventions. They have a residency. They go to conventions to talk about how they were Rex and Weevil, uh, regional champions, and yeah. people sign their cards, uh... They sign people's cards. They charge. They upsell all of these like signatures. Of course, uh, it's great. Um, Outstanding. Moki Moki, uh, mm asks. I just found this on my floor. Image of uh, dinosaur Super Bowl. Uh, so it's topical. If you could trap a dual monster and a little bouncy ball. Which would you pick? What color would the ball be? Would it have glitter? And would you free him? Thank you. So I, I uh, uh, this is my standard answer for everything, but I think it would go good here. Pumpkin, the king of ghosts. I think it would look pretty nice in a little ball. Yes. It would have like glitter, like black glitter. Mm. Uh, and I would not free him. He needs to stay in there. He's evil. I yeah. I want the pot of greed in a glittery. Uh, blue super ball. Uh, I mm. cannot free him. He cannot be freed. Uh, that being said, the Karibo, which is in the clear glittery uh, super ball, can be freed, and I would free him as soon as I got my hands on yeah. it. Um, I would. I would get four little glitter balls to each of the scapegoats. Oh, that's great. And yeah, you know, they're, they're glittery, the colors all match, etc., etc. I just bounce those fuckers around all day long. Curryborb. Curryborb! Curry, I think Curry Ball is already a Yu-Gi-Oh card. That's what I meant. I was talking about whichever... Yeah, Curry Ball. I was talking about that card. The, the one that is mm, just Curry okay, Ball. Okay, ball. Okay. Just make that into an actual ball. Uh, Hell yeah. You can that's all our questions. Friends. Yeah. Good ones this yeah. week. Thank you all. Yeah. Uh, Love podcasting. Uh, um, and now is the time that we do our plugs. Dan, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter at bigger challenge. You can find my podcasts, which include... The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. 
Strangers Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. We're in the process of uploading our uh, interstitial campaign that we completed. Uh, You can listen to video games, the movie, the podcast, uh, a monthly podcast I do with my friend Maxi, where we talk about uh, video game or movie adaptations of video games, and for our first episode, which you will be able to listen to by the time you hear this, will be on Super Mario Brothers. This ain't no game. Uh, Yahoo! Uh, we had a fun time discussing it, and uh, I hope you look forward. I look forward to the next one. Um, by the way, because this will be going up on uh, June first, uh, Tuesday, uh, I will tell you what we're doing next month, which is the Sonic OVA. Oh, I fucking love that movie! Holy it's shit, it's so good. Uh, Are you eventually going to do the Sonic fan movie that had the nostalgia critic in it? Um, that I thought about it, but my problem is I don't think it's long enough to warrant yeah, a month. That, that's that's fair. It's only like a few minutes. Yeah, it's like it? half an hour. Uh, mm. twenty minutes to half an hour. I, I certainly, however, I will be. We will someday discuss the Mega Man fan film by the same creators. Uh. Uh, Great. And last, I didn't even know there was a Mega Man one. Yeah. And last but not least, uh, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. We've got a cavalcade of holidays. Uh, we've got Yuki Moto's birthday. We've got Pride Month. We've got Shinji Akari's birthday and Ronald Reagan's death day. Or. Was it Ronald Reagan or Richard Nixon? I'll have to check. Uh, but yeah, uh, look forward to those holidays. Uh, and yeah, uh, who is next? Uh, Argyle? I've been Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It is called Kamarocho Radio. I host it with a friend of the show, Jordan. We are covering... Yakuza 2 right now uh, our most recent episode well actually second most recent episode of the time that this goes out uh, Dan was on uh, so that was about chapter 12 Osaka Castle uh, that's a very good chapter kind of batshit so uh, and, and that's it because Max is going to plug the other thing that I'm on mm-hmm. oh you know I'm going to plug the other thing that you're on I'm Max you can go to twitter.com slash to find me my other shows include Wow, Cool Robot, a show about Mobile Suit Gundam, rather Mobile Fighter G Gundam currently, that I'm doing with Argyle and Audrey, hosts of this wonderful podcast you're listening to right now. Uh, we're talking about Master Asia a lot and the Shuffle Alliance. It's fucking good. G Gundam rules. Don't talk bad about it. My, uh, that's on Twitter, at WowCoolPodcast. And my other show is called Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. That is at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter. Uh, our upcoming episode will be on Katamari Damashi. Funny, funny ball rolling game. Make your dad happy. Your little, your little prince. Um, and you can find us collectively on Twitter at Pod of Greed Cast. You can go to our Discord, which is linked in our Twitter and all of our episode descriptions to come hang out with us. By the time you're listening to this, uh, signups for Cup of Greed will be closed. Um, it'll be June 1st. But 
if for whatever reason you didn't know about the Cup of Greed until now, the day this episode releases, we'll maybe see what we can do if you're a little bit late. Because turn of starts June 4th, Friday. You go to patreon.com slash pot of greed to donate money to us. We already read out the names of our $10 patrons. Um, at the $5 level, you will get a special role on our Discord. You can listen to the episode just like the $10 patrons can. Um, we'll read out your $5 patron names aloud, which is Colton Crow, Joel Thomas, Keith McBlain, Morgue, comma, Haunting the Morgue, and Riley Hopkins. Thank you all. Uh, you can go to that website, uh, our Patreon, to see what tiers we have. Next year, we'll be sending out a physical reward box to the $10 tier, so get your four months in donations for that, and you're good to go. And I think that's it, and I think now we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did I miss anything? We are at noisespace.xyz. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, noisespace.xyz. Uh, named after its uh, Canadian origins, uh, <laughs> is a podcast incubator home to many wonderful shows, including pretty much all of the ones we already listed off, yes. and some others like Co- County Girls Make Do, Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die, uh, Comer- wait, I said that one, um, Jergen It, uh, and uh kyle xy kyle xy the show about the boy with no belly button and he's very remarkable and zero to zero and many more mm-hmm. mama mia mama mia uh <clears throat> i think that'll do it for us this week mm-hmm. uh yeah t- uh, next week we'll have a guest which is exciting next week we'll begin our cavalcade of guests yep. so and get ready for that. It'll be a great time. As it turns out, um, uh, if you write out a schedule and you make uh, eight people select from it, they're going to pick the ones that are closest to the recording date. Uh-huh. Or, yeah. What a concept. Yeah, it's almost like that. that's easier to plan around and you won't forget about it four months from now and then not be able to do it. Uh that, that's, not a dig, it. that's not a dig at you, Dan. I'm sorry if that, that, that sounded rude. Uh, no, that, that human nature. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay. 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 I set myself face down and I am trampled by a horde of Brachiosauruses. I set myself face down and I am devoured by a, a horde of bugs. Uh, <laughs> I set myself face down. I need some rest after all that hype cheering. Uh, peach. Peach. peach.